You are locked on Cougars. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Plenty to get to ahead on today's podcast. We are going to talk about BYU's Alumni Day. The final day of spring ball today, capped off by the alumni game tonight at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. What to expect from that event? We'll get into it. We'll also talk with BYU linebacker Ben Bywater, an exclusive one-on-one conversation with the man who had 100 tackles this past year for BYU. What does he make of spring ball? and what does he hope to accomplish in 2022 you'll hear from him and of course we will catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news with a huge baseball series opening today in the Bay Area for BYU baseball we'll get to all of that ahead on the podcast it's all brought to you today by our friends over at BetOnline BetOnline.net has you covered all season long with more props odds and lines than ever before that's BetOnline where the game starts all right, without further ado, though, here on this Thursday, let's round out the month of March in fine fashion. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 31st, 2022. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And a huge thank you once again for joining us here on Locked On Cougars. We are very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, we are your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Now, if today's audio, I don't know if you guys necessarily will tell, but I'm working with a new mic. I have upgraded some equipment in my home studio. I don't necessarily know that it will make a huge difference. The equipment I was working with before is top-of-the-line stuff, but I made a little bit of an upgrade in terms of my overall setup. We are going to be on YouTube. I know I've been talking about this seemingly for months now. Well, guess what? It is in the final stages, I promise, this time. We are going to be on YouTube maybe as soon as tomorrow. We could be kicking off the month of April with my pretty mug on video. Woohoo! All right. Well, I don't think it's that exciting, but nonetheless, hope you guys can enjoy this podcast and hopefully the audio quality is as great as it has been for the past three or four years we've been doing this show. But today is BYU's Alumni Day, the final day of spring ball. BYU will hold a practice this afternoon at the Student Athlete Building, and then the crew, speaking of the BYU football program, will make the short trek up Canyon Road to get ready for the alumni game, which will be taking place at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time tonight. If you have a chance, I would highly encourage you guys to get out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, enjoy the festivities. A lot of former Cougar greats are going to be on the field tonight and very much looking forward to this. It's going to be an interesting format. We're going to talk about the game rules for this alumni game because there's some interesting things about it, but I very much think that this entire endeavor has been one to link both the past and present of BYU football and in some cases, the future. There are some high-level recruits expected to be on hand for practice today as well as the alumni game, and it never hurts to have some players from past eras, the current eras, and of course, recruits, potential prospective student-athletes, for them all to mingle and hopefully build relationships. I think that's a big part of why BYU is going about things this way. Now, if I had it my way, BYU would actually play at a spring game, and I do wonder at some point, once they join the Big 12 in 2023, if it essentially will be forced upon them that they have to have some sort of a spring scrimmage at minimum, if not an outright spring game, because as the Pac-12 and other conferences have shown, they love to air spring games for content. The Big 12 doesn't necessarily have its own network 
work. Let's be clear about that. But I would imagine they are going to want as many properties as possible that they can televise or put on streaming services. So it's not going to be surprising me if this is maybe one of the last times that Kalani Satake and the BYU football program get away with not having a spring game. I know a number of you out there have expressed your disappointment that BYU is not participating in a true spring game. But I think this alumni game still holds a lot of intrigue. You're going to have Max Hall as the quarterback for Team Navy. Team Royal will have two different quarterbacks, Kevin Federick as well as Charlie Peterson. Had a great opportunity yesterday on the radio station I work for, the Zone Sports Network, to have both Max Hall and Charlie Peterson on at the same time to chop it up, have some fun. And it sounds like they're excited for this event. And I think this is going to be something that... I hope goes the way that they anticipate it going. This is going to be televised. Actually, it's not going to be televised. It's going to only be streamed on BYUtv.org as well as the BYU TV app. Uh, Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler will have the call of that. I will be out there covering it, uh, getting audio, all that stuff, talking to players and coaches after the game. And we'll do a recap episode looking at what happened in our Friday edition of the podcast. But let's talk about some of the rules here that are going to be going into this matchup. First thing, it's a one-hand touch game. So all you got to do, really do is reach out, touch a guy, and they're down. I would have thought they would have played at least two-hand touch, maybe played flag football, but it's a one-hand touch game. They're going to play four 15-minute quarters with a three-minute break between each of them. There's a five-minute halftime between the second and third quarters, and it will be a running clock. I remember seeing the 15 minutes. I'm like, holy smokes, they're going to absolutely grind this game. But a running clock actually will keep this relatively short. The clock will start up in the final two minutes of the second and fourth quarters. Uh, the clock always will stop after touchdowns as well. There will be a 40-second play clock after every down, and a delay a game actually will get you a loss of down as well as a five-yard penalty, and you will have three timeouts per half per team. Now, there's an interesting rule here with regards to the sack rule. To keep quarterbacks from wandering around and just continuing to look and look and look until a guy gets open, they have four seconds to get a pass off, and that's kind of what football has become. If the ball's not out of your hand in four seconds, you're more than likely to have a play disrupted, if not be sacked, and that is what it's going to be. The four seconds begin at the snap of the ball. A quarterback, if they hold it for longer than four seconds, that sack will be called. It'll be a result in a loss of down and a five-yard loss overall. There will be no kickoffs, no field goals. Teams will either punt or go for it. I highly doubt BYU is going to have a lot of punts in this game. Guys like Johnny Linehan and Earl Kaufman are on the rosters, but are you kidding me? A chance to play in this game and not fake it? Yeah, I don't think they're not going to take advantage of that. Every punt will be either fair caught or if the ball ends up in the end zone, it'll be a touchback in place of the 25-yard line. Oh, by the way, they're going to play the full length of the field. The over-under, in my opinion, on pulled hamstrings, strained calves, uh, I sincerely hope no Achilles injuries, but I would say the over-under is, what, three and a half, if not more? And I'll also be clear, there are going to be some guys who I believe will do the quote-unquote warm-up. They're going to get all that swag from BYU for being a part of this. And then the warm-up, ooh, I just done my hammy, or I, man, my, my, my legs just aren't feeling right. They're not warming up. They're right. Oh, my back. I, there's going to be some late scratches. Let's just put it that way. It'll be interesting to see who ultimately uh, takes the opportunity to play. And then there will be extra points. So after each touchdown, a team can go for a one-point conversion from the five-yard line, or you can get a two-point conversion for converting a play from the 10-yard line, and you can choose which hash you want to play for on that extra point. And should this game have to go into overtime, yes, they have been meticulous with these rules, there will be a coin flip to decide who will get the ball first. Each team will have one play from the 5-yard line to score. One team scoring where the other team does not, its immediate sudden death will result in the win. 
I think this game has boom or bust potential. There could be a high-flying game where touchdowns are scored left and right, and you're playing in a barn burner that ends up like 62-49. to I could see something like that. Or if things aren't going as smoothly as maybe anticipated, this could be a game that ends up like, what, in the 20s, 28-21? to Uh, We'll see how it all shakes out, but... I am looking forward to this event, and like I said, if you guys have an opportunity to do so, I would encourage you to get out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and attend. They'll have concessions open. There's going to be a meet and greet with current team members as well as the players playing in this alumni game after the game to get autographs, all that stuff. should be a really, really fun night, and if you can't make it out to LES, tune in on the BYUtv.org stream or download the BYUtv app and watch it that way. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we're going to continue with the football theme today. We're going to catch up with BYU linebacker Ben Bywater had a great opportunity to speak with him as fall camp is coming quickly to a close. What does he make of how fall camp has gone for the linebacking core? What does he make of his own personal accomplishments this past season going for over 100 tackles? And what does he hope to accomplish in 2022? We'll get to all of that here in mere moments. Today's podcast is brought to you by one of our new partners here on Locked On Cougars and it's a product I think every one of us can probably use. We all are looking for a better immune system, better gut health, overall energy boost, all that stuff. Well, that's where Athletic Greens comes into the conversation, my friends. What it is, is one scoop of AG1, as they call it. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced food superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging. Pretty much everything and anything out there. And my friends, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto like I am, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting incredible. Many people like to take some kind of multivitamin. This is just that on steroids. It's absolutely nuts. The best part is, is it is a micro habit with big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day to take great care of your body and yourself. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is absolutely important year-round, especially as we emerge from winter and we're trying to get more sunlight. Well, vitamin D is absolutely critical for our well-being. The best part is Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading healthcare experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. So give it a shot, my friends. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply, like we mentioned, of immune-supporting vitamin D and five five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash college. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Stat Hero. The final weekend of the NCAA men's basketball tournament is upon us. And if you have had your bracket torn to smithereens like mine has, whether it's via buzzer beaters or just your bad picks like mine because I was absolutely horrendous this year. You can still have some fun with our friends over at Stat Hero with their NCAA single game pickums. What it is, it pits the star players against one another in an amazing hybrid format between both fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from the handicappers that always seem to have the advantage on you, the consumer, and start focusing on the players that you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero is giving you the advantage resulting excuse me, in their gamers winning four times more 
often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to that, their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They are simply posting sets of players for you to take on with a set of players that you handpick. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in just minutes, and the best part is this is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So go check it out right now for free at stathero.com slash locked on. You can sign up for free there. And while you're there, use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Dollar for dollar, penny for penny. That's stathero.com slash locked on using the promo code locked on for a 100% match. Finally, one more time, stathero.com slash locked on using that promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and appreciate you guys joining us on the daily. It is time now to hear from BYU linebacker Ben Bywater. Had 100 tackles this past season, was a breakout star for BYU's defense that lost maybe its top two linebackers in both Keenan Peely and Peyton Wilgar at different points during the last past season. Obviously, the defense as a whole struggled, and that is something that has stuck with each one of these defenders, and you're going to hear it from Ben as we get into this conversation about what he took away from the 2021 season and what he hopes to accomplish in 2022. So without further ado, here you go. BYU linebacker Ben Bywater speaking with myself. You guys are getting towards the end of spring ball, but how do you feel things have gone so far? Things have gone well. Guys are guys are, guys are playing well. It's competitive, getting better every single day. So, you know, I'm, I think, you know, from day one to right now, we progressed a bunch. So it's been fun to see everyone get better and, and play well. Most people from the outside are sitting here looking at this linebacking course saying, okay, when's Keenan Peely coming back? When's Peyton Wilgar coming back? But that gives you guys an opportunity to shine while they're out. What have you guys tried to do just to show, hey, we're capable of holding up without those two? Yeah, those, those are two guys that are seasoned vets. You know, they've been around the program for a long, long time. So obviously it hurts when they're not playing. But like I've said this before, I mean, I, I trust everybody in that room. I mean, I know guys can tackle we work on stuff every single day so obviously when they're back we're going to be better but without those guys you know I'm confident in who we have in that room and, and it's, it's been fun to see everyone including myself get better you're coming off a hundred tackle season was that one of your goals going into last year did you just took advantage of the opportunity it was one of my goals that was that was a big goal of mine I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and that was a big that was a big goal of mine you know I wanted to start from from game one to game 13 and I did that and you know, getting 100 tackles was something on you know on my mirror that I put up every single night, and so for me to do that was was, was huge. How different is your role this year? I guess in the spring, as then compared to what it was last year. My role right now is I'm playing that rover. That it's, it's a boundary. It's the you know it's the short end of the field, which I feel comfortable at. And you know I'm bouncing back and forth between rover and Mike just to you know just be a utility guy if anyone goes down. But I'm playing the original spot that I played before Peyton and Keenan got hurt. Okay. Yeah. So is, is that nice to be going I guess, back home in a way? I like it. I love I love that rover spot. That boundary linebacker. I can play both, but I obviously feel more comfortable there. Absolutely. Absolutely. This offense, and trust me, we've watched about 15 to 20 minutes of practice when we're out here as a media, but they seem fairly polished. Does that give you guys an opportunity to go against a pretty good offense, give you guys a good look at what you guys need to improve on? Yeah, Coach Aaron Roderick is, is you know, an all-star. I mean, he, he's so good at calling the plays. He's got that thing dialed down to a T. So I got so much faith in those guys. And I know that, you know, when the season comes around, we look good now, but it'll be it'll be scary what happens, you know, game one. But A-Rod's a great coach. These guys work hard in the weight room. And so it's tough going against them every 
every day, but you know, it, it's only going to make us better as a defense. You have a good, a young but improving defensive line in front of you. What have yeah. you seen the most from them this spring? Yeah, they've all put on weight, which has been huge. Mm-hmm. So they've all put on weight. You know, and and when you're young, it's just getting your feet out there and, and, and doing those things. But they look a lot better this this spring. I'm not saying they were bad, obviously, and we all we all had our moments last year. But those guys, I'm excited for for a lot of them coming back, and they they do work outside out outside of football. So I'm excited for all of them. We asked Kalani about this, and this is going back to the early part of spring ball about the struggles against the run game. And he said, keep talking about it because it motivates these guys to get better. Do you guys talk about that internally at all, the outside noise? We don't talk about the outside noise, but we do know that, you know, obviously that Baylor game, that Boise game, that UAB game, they beat us, you know, running the ball. So it's a pride thing. It's, you know, we've, we've looked at the film. We've gone back to the chalkboard, and, and it's how we're going to do better. So it's something that we got to prove this year, absolutely. Um, you know, the run game is that's, that's big boy stuff. And I think, you know, we're up for the challenge, and this year is going to be big for us to prove that, gain weight, and just, you know, you know, bang heads, that front seven, make it happen. So I'm ready for it. Do you have a preference of having either a four or a three-man front in front of you? I like to have a four-man front, obviously, just because they chew up more blockers. Sure. You know, I get free, but I, whatever coach uh, Tuyaki has in store, I mean, I'm, I'm, I got my full faith in that guy. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Usually, if we have a three-man front, we'll have like a, you know, a DN backer type body who will be around the line of scrimmage. So, you know, regardless, it's it's guys are up front, blitz in different schemes, and so I like four, but you know, I'll play three. I'll play I'll play three if we can get four backers on the field. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. More, more of your boys out there with you, my boys out there running around making plays. In terms of how you guys, you guys have been a pretty multiple defense, it feels like. We've seen 3-3-5 alignments. We've seen 4-3. We've seen 3-4. Do you like the variability of being able to go out there and throw anything you want out there on the field? Absolutely. You know, being versatile is, is huge, especially, you know, with us going to the Big 12, we got to be able to cover down the field. we got to be getting pressure. So having a lot of different plays is, is something that's only makes us better. But, you know, I'm excited. we got our DBs are good. Our backers, we're going to be in full strength here quick. And then D-line's getting better. So it'll be special. What is the one thing? I know time is short here in spring ball. What is the one or two things you still want to most improve on? For me, I want to improve on, obviously, getting off blocks and then just my my awareness of the game, my IQ. That's Those are things that you, you gain with time and with experience. So for me to be able to just refine my craft is just something that, I, you know, every day you try and do that. You try and get bigger, faster, stronger, smarter, better. And so if I can do that, you know, I'm a happy man going to bed at night. Okay, I want to do a non-football question with you, but what is the most unique thing about Ben Bywater somebody may not know? The most unique thing about Ben Bywater is that um, I have a 3-8, 3-8 right now, I guess, in, in football, in school, in school. Okay. I'm, I feel like I'm in the finance program. I have a 3-8, so, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of that. Most unique, okay, but that's, I guess that's not unique. But, well, 3-8 in the, in the Marriott school is pretty good, though. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens after this semester. It <laughs> okay. might be dropping down. But um, I love fly fishing. I love everything outdoors. You know, I skateboarded growing up, actually, for a long, long time. And so I like dirt bike and all that kind of stuff, just being outdoors. And I'm a Utah boy at heart, you know what I'm saying? Being in the mountains and just gripping and ripping. Well, a kid from the Mount Olympus area, I can totally yeah, tell that. I'm a Utah boy, so I love being outside doing those things. But awesome. Ben, thank you so much for some time. Jake, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. There you go. The outdoorsman himself, Ben Bywater, obviously in the finance program of the Marriott School of Business and holding a 3-8 GPA, folks. This guy is a true scholar athlete and very much, it sounds like, 
is anticipating one-upping his 2021 campaign, barring something unforeseen, and we'll be wishing him the best moving forward. I can tell you this much. Ben Bywater has packed on a lot of muscle. I remember talking to him when he was a freshman, I think. He is just a different-sized human being now, and nothing wrong with that, obviously, because you want to have those big, burly linebackers who are more than capable of shutting down opposing offenses, and Ben sure looks like he is going to be one of those guys that's going to be relied upon heavily this year at that rover position, but you also heard him talk about he's willing to play any and every position if it means that the team can win and have success overall on the field. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll round out today's show with the other news and notes involved in BYU athletics out there. BYU baseball opening an important West Coast Conference series in Moraga, California. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Built Bar. Absolutely love this company because they are the best tasting protein bars I have ever had, bar none. Pun fully intended there. Let me be very clear about that. But if you guys have not giving built bars a shot i would encourage you to do so the macros on these things are absolutely insane just 130 calories four grams of sugar four grams of net carbs but most importantly 17 grams of protein packed into each one of these bars and if the bars are too dense for you i would encourage you guys to give the built puffs a try they're light and airy they're a first of its kind protein infused marshmallow that's still covering the 100 chocolate that built bars are famous for they are just absolutely to die for they're incredibly delicious give them a shot get to built.com right now you can place your order there for built bars or built puffs or any other of the other built branded companies products while you're there use the promo code locked 15 that's l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 for 15 percent off your order you heard that right promo code locked 15 at built.com save yourself some cash and by the way enjoy the best tasting protein bars and puffs with our friends at built bar Before we call it a day here on Locked On Cougars, let's catch you guys up on everything else going on in BYU sports here on this Thursday. There's a lot of action for a Thursday today. You're going to have BYU men's tennis there in La Jolla, California to take on the UC San Diego Tritons. Yes, La Jolla is absolutely beautiful and playing tennis there sounds absolutely lovely. That actually begins very early this morning. It's at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's 10.30 Mountain time. So it may already be underway and it may be finished by the time you listen to this podcast. Men's and women's track and field are also going to be in action beginning today. They are taking place in the UVU Collegiate Invitational which begins today and rounds out tomorrow at the UVU How Wing Collegiate Invitational. That's at the How Wing Track and Field uh, Complex over there in Orem. So a short trip for BYU men's and women's track and field on the men's and women's side of things. Uh, but Wishing them but nothing but the best as they make the five mile jaunt west to take on UVU and other competitors in that. The women's tennis program is taking on Oregon today in a home meet. That'll be at the outdoor tennis courts at noon mountain time as BYU and the Ducks do battle. Women's gymnastics is going to be in action tonight. They are at the NCAA regionals hoping to advance to the NCAA championships. Probably longer odds for BYU as an unseeded team to make those finals, but that's why you compete here. That will begin at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 2 o'clock mountain time on ESPN+. Plus. There's a link at BYUcougars.com. We'll be wishing the best and fingers crossed regard Young and company. Hopefully they can shock the world and make it to the NCAA championships, but it's good to see them in a regional once again, and here's hoping that they can make it out of that and advance to the big one, the big dance, I guess what you call it, in women's gymnastics as well. And then finally, two other notes for you guys is BYU baseball. They begin play 
at St. Mary's today in a critical West Coast Conference series will be taking place today, tomorrow, and Saturday. First game today begins at 3 o'clock Pacific time. That is 4 o'clock Mountain time. There will be a live stream link at, on the WCC network if you want to watch it that way. Or you can listen to the radio call on the BYU Sports Network, BYU Radio 107.9 FM, and also streaming on the BYU Cougars app. And also, women's softball in action. They're going to be hosting a doubleheader this afternoon as they take on New Mexico. 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock are the scheduled first pitch times for both of those games. Those games will be streamed live on BYU TV. TV.org, as well as the BYU TV app if you want to watch Gordon Eakin's squad in action out there at Gail Miller Field. But more importantly, I would encourage you guys, go enjoy some softball. Get out and enjoy it. Gail Miller Field is just as good as Miller Park. It just faces the opposite direction, and it's a fun, fun venue to be at. And I'm not speaking that. I'm not, I'm not just saying that because I happen to be married to a former BYU softball athlete, but I can tell you this much. My wife going out to those games was a very enjoyable experience, and it's just a, it's a great environment. It's really laid back. If you're looking to take your kids to something at BYU that you want a lot of people that are going to be around, softball it may be the play for you. I'm serious about this. There's not as many people as there will be at a baseball game, not nearly as many as a basketball or a football contest. So Gail Miller Field, 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock this evening, uh, afternoon and evening, if you want to watch BYU softball, who are off to an absolutely incredible start this season as well, taking on New Mexico at Gail Miller Field. So there you go. You guys are up to speed on everything going on in BYU sports on this Thursday. Looking forward to the BYU alumni game tonight. Obviously, there'll be some media observation at practice. We'll have a full report of all the day's activities on tomorrow's edition of Locked on Cougars. We'll hope you guys will be back then to hear that. Until then, thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Now go listen to our friends over at the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast for all the things you need to know about the draft coming up next month. Beginning tomorrow, we are in the final countdown to the NFL Draft at the end of the month down there in Las Vegas. If you want the inside edge, everything you need to know about the draft, check out Locked On NFL Draft. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, that's going to do it for us. Have a great Thursday. Hope to see you guys out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. If you see me, give me a shout. I'd love nothing more than to catch up with you guys. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 31st, 2022, and we will talk to you guys manana.